Welcome back to Health Call Live, where health information is free and the stethoscope is never cold. We're here to answer your questions at 447-1190. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. From the moment we are born, the clock is ticking. Our bodies are aging. But, you know, there are some of us who just have a clock that runs more slowly for some reason. They just do not age the way most people do. These are people called super-agers. They live to 95, 100, 110, but don't seem to experience the diseases of aging that are so common. Now, why is that? What can we learn from all of them to help all of us live healthier longer? Researchers call these people super-agers, and the Super-Ager Initiative is an effort to recruit 10,000 of these people and their families for a formal study. The American Federation of Aging Research has partnered with the Albert Einstein College of Medicine for this project, and I talked with Associate Professor Dr. Sophia Millman, an MD, about what is it that makes these super-agers different. Even though most of us associate old age with disease and disability, right? We think of heart disease and arthritis and cancer as people get older. The superagers tend to remain healthy um, even when they're 95 and 100. And so what's been remarkable about them is that they tend to delay the onset of these diseases by 20 to 30 years. And we want to understand why and how so that we can take the lessons that we learned from them and apply them to others. So if I have a family member or if I'm of that advanced age and in that condition, what is it that you're asking us to do? So we're asking you to volunteer uh, for a research study called the Super Agers Family Study. Uh, and that study uh, will allow the individual to share um, medical information uh, about themselves uh, and about their families, uh, as well as uh, they'll allow us to collect a DNA sample. And then we can study the genes from that individual, from their family, in order to understand what genes are contributing to their healthy longevity. And we have some evidence that genetics play a significant role in one's longevity and specifically healthy longevity. And by increasing the number of participants to 10,000, uh, we hope to accelerate uh, the discoveries that we make about the genes that contribute to healthy longevity. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this. So uh, is, it, is it common that the family members of these superagers also have good health or is it sort of just an accident of genetics that that individual got lucky? So it tends to run in families, and this is why this is a family initiative, a superagers family uh, study, because these genes tend to be inherited uh, from parents and passed down to their children. And what we know is that the parents of these superagers are seven times more likely to be superagers themselves, and so are their children more likely to be superagers and to age more slowly. So there's definitely evidence that this is inherited and it runs in families. Do we know anything at all about these genes and which they are, how we can modify them or reverse a negative component if I don't have that positive gene? Right, so there've been several genes that have been identified 
I would say one of the best studied biological pathways is the pathway that regulates growth hormone. And there have been a number of genes identified in that pathway uh, that um, have been associated with longevity. And it's actually having less growth hormone or less uh, signaling from that growth hormone that has been associated with longevity, not more. And what we're really hoping to do is not necessarily gene therapy, but once we identify the genes and the biological pathways that are contributing to healthy aging and longevity, we hope then to share that information uh, with, say, the pharmaceutical industry who can make uh, drugs that will mimic the beneficial uh, effects of these genes. And so we're hoping to ultimately create therapies that can delay aging for everyone else who did not win the genetic lottery. Very interesting. So treating aging as if itself is a disease. So is it that their bodies age more slowly all across the board or are there organ systems that tend to age at different rates? There is some evidence that different organ systems age at different rates. Um, I think it hasn't been definitively confirmed, but that tends to be, um, you know, the um, common thinking right now uh, that there are differences in organ aging. And is that predominantly related to cognition, or does their cardiovascular system age differently? Does their endocrine system age differently? Do we know? Right, probably all of the above. The brain actually tends to age slower, uh, which is a good thing for us, and the skin uh, ages the fastest, uh, huh. and all the other organs are in between. Okay. So, um, we, what do these superagers typically die of? Is it the same thing that all the rest of us do? Yes, they die mostly from the same things uh, that the general population dies from, although they die from these diseases 20 to 30 years later. Uh, and they often develop these conditions 20 to 30 years later. Uh, but many just simply die of old age. So they never develop age-related diseases. And I guess that their body just uh, reaches its biological limit um, and they die. And where do we think that biological limit is today? I mean, we've I think the oldest known human is 121, if I remember correctly. Does that sound right? Um, I, I guess 122, perhaps, but yeah, around there. <laughs> yeah, so, so we think that's the theoretical limit. Is it reasonable to believe that eventually we can all get there? Um, you know, that, that's probably the limit, and most evidence suggests that our... Uh, lifespan is probably around 120 years old. But the goal of our research is really not to extend the lifespan or the number of years uh, that we live. The goal of our work is really to extend the health span or the number of years that an individual remains free of disability and free of disease. So we're really trying to achieve better quality of life for older adults. So even if they only live 90 years, we want those 90 years to be healthy years, quality years. Yeah, and don't we 
all. That is uh, Dr. Sophia Millman from the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. They have a, com- a webinar coming up next week, June 30th, to explain this Super Agers initiative in greater detail, uh, what they want to learn, how fam- families can get involved, and all the information you need about that. A link to register is on the Health Call Facebook page right now. So let's think that through for a second. If we can develop some other way to mimic what these Super Agers have going on and help all of us live in good health to age 95, 100 or more. What does that mean for society? Is that going to be a burden? Is there room for all of us? And what can we do today to delay the aging process? A lot more to think about here on the Health Co. Live Radio Hour. But if you can't stick around, I get it. <laughs> Life's busy. you got stuff to do. Check out the podcast. It will be up after the program on all the major services. And my full-length video interview with Dr. Millman is up right now on the Health Call Facebook page. It's uh, up on the Health Call YouTube channel. All right. We're going to be back with more as we talk about super aging on the Health Call Live Radio Hour on WoWo. You're listening to Health Call Live, your regular Saturday morning appointment with healthcare professionals, where treatment is always painless and there's never a copay. Here's your host, health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. So we're focusing this segment on people who are super agers. These are folks who are aged 95 or more and are still in pretty good health because there's just something about their bodies that caused them to age slowly. It appears they got lucky in life's genetic lottery. They got the golden ticket and somehow, some way, that lets them delay or avoid conditions and diseases that we think of normal as part of aging. There are a growing number of researchers who say that we really ought to be thinking of aging as a disease and treat it as a disease rather than trying to avoid arthritis, heart disease, dementia, and the other conditions. Let's stop the aging process and we'll put off all those other problems. The researchers have come down to what they call the nine hallmarks of aging, nine key things within our body that tend to fail and result in what we see as the diseases of aging. Dr. Sophia Millman is an MD. She's an associate professor at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. They are recruiting over 10,000 super agers to study these folks and figure out so why do they age so well? The goal, helping all of us live healthy longer. But is that a good idea? What's the social impact of having a giant increase in the number of people who are 90, 100, or 105? So, uh, research has actually showed that having people live longer and healthier will be of economic benefit because these people will be able to work for longer. They'll be able to contribute to society. Uh, they'll be able to participate in more activities, take more vacations, um, and they'll actually um, add uh, to our economies rather than detract from them. So uh, let's go to the point of um, what I can learn and what I can do today to maximize my health span. Have do these super agers? Do they typically exercise? Do they eat better? What can we learn about lifestyle issues from them? So interestingly, the super agers are not unique in their lifestyle. They don't eat a healthier diet. They don't exercise more. Um, they don't follow. Um, healthier uh, lifestyle. Uh, It's actually remarkable. And we think that they have genes that protect them from the negative effects uh, of these environmental exposures. 
Now that's them. For the rest of us who don't have the same genes, um, eating healthy, exercising, uh, getting enough sleep are all very important. And right now these are the things uh, we can do. Um, even though for centenarians, uh, those may not be as important. But in the future, we do hope uh, to create um, medical interventions, therapeutics uh, that can mimic the benefits of those genes uh, so that in addition to lifestyle factors, uh, we can actually extend our health span uh, by using these uh, therapeutic agents. So uh, the concept of health span extension kind of revolves around what have, what's been called the hallmarks of aging. And I understand there are nine different of these hallmarks of aging, and we won't go through all of them. But among those that are being researched today, do you have a sense for which seems to be the most important and what might that be? You know, uh, it's an interesting question, but right now the scientific field really feels that all of them are important, and most importantly, they're all interconnected. So if you alter one, you often alter many others, if not all of them. Um, and so because of this interconnectedness, uh, they're probably all important, but that also suggests to us that perhaps if we can alter one in a positive direction, then we can have positive impact on all the others as well. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. We didn't talk about this beforehand. There is discussion about using a couple of things in particular seem to be hot topics right now. One of them is intermittent fasting. You think there's valid theory behind that concept? There's certainly some evidence from animal studies that it may be beneficial. Um, and I think if we look back um, into you know, the human history, uh, we were probably all intermittently fasting. You know, we were not grazing and snacking all day long. Um, so there's probably some validity to that theory, and I think it definitely deserves uh, to be explored, but it needs to be studied before it can be recommended. Yeah, we talked about it many times on the program, so I just wanted to get your thinking on that. And here's another one that's controversial, but again, lots of buzz about it right now. Some people are of the opinion, some researchers are saying that we might find that metformin will prove to be a wonder drug for health span. What's your thinking on that? Again, I think there is some evidence uh, to back that up. Uh, but until we conduct uh, proper you know, placebo-controlled clinical trials, we won't really know. But that's why it's really important for us to do the trials. And there is now a big push uh, to conduct uh, a large uh, clinical placebo-controlled trial with metformin, uh, specifically for aging and delaying aging. And I think it's very, very important that we proceed with that uh, so that we have the evidence that we need uh, to back up um, the claims. And that is Dr. Sophia Melman Millman. She is an MD with the Albert Einstein College of Medicine, one of the investigators in this research to find out what's going on. How do super agers live so well? Interesting. I usually ask uh, physicians such as her, how do you live differently after everything you've seen, everything you know? Are there supplements you take? What? You know, how do you modify your own health practices? And you know, frankly, most of the docs say, no, nah, I really don't do that much. And and she's one of them. She said she she. Really really focuses on getting more sleep, but no vitamin D. Uh, she doesn't take any NMN or any of the, those other aging supplements. So uh, she's on the conservative side of things. 
And that's uh, interesting to see the dichotomy there. Some people go all in, others hold back for the data, and she's on that side of things. You can go to superagersinitiative.org to learn more about this research. And again, there is a webinar that they're conducting next week, totally free. I've got the link to it up on the Health Call Facebook page if you want to go check it out and learn more about what is the project and what have they learned so far, what can you learn about all of that. So, the summary, the lowdown here. Let's talk about metformin for just a minute. Metformin is a tool to fight aging. We talked about that with Dr. Millman a moment ago. It's based on the available evidence. We can conclude that the beneficial effects of metformin on aging and health span are primarily indirect via its effects on cellular metabolism and result from its antihyperglycemic effect, enhancing insulin sensitivity, reduction of oxidative stress, and other effects on the endothelium and vascular function. So, there you go. That is the excerpt from a study taking a look at whether or not metformin metformin can help you age better. So, yes, there is evidence that it does, in fact, help you live longer. But it's not really a mystery. It's primarily because the effect of blocking the damage of elevated blood sugar to the to your vascular functions and other things. So now there are these nine hallmarks of aging is one theory that is getting a lot of attention. Nine things that begin to fail in our bodies that cause the diseases of aging. And walk through a couple of these real quickly. Not not a lot of detail here, but just to kind of skip across a few of them because it's interesting. And I think as we understand this aging process. It's good information to know. One concept is that we undergo something called epigenetic alterations. Now, don't let that, you know, epigenetic is kind of a complex word. Don't let it freak you out. Basically, talking about the fact that the genes in our bodies have various little chemical handles, cranks, and levers attached to them, so to speak, that help turn the genes on and off or regulate how active they may be. These control mechanisms are the epigenome. So, as we age, these levers, some of them break. They're lost. They get shifted around. New levers form or change, and it causes our genes to do bad things. Diet, exercise, drugs, lifestyle factors, that all affects the epigenome. So, researchers are now looking for tools as to how can we control that more effectively. So, that's one area in which they're trying to fight aging. Another factor is something called stem cell exhaustion. Now, you've probably heard about stem cells. We've talked about it before. They're kind of a blank slate. They just sort of have this amazing ability to morph into the type of cell that your body needs to regenerate tissue as it's damaged or as it breaks down. And as our body makes fewer stem cells, that repair process sort of fails. And doctors found that when they give old mice blood from young mice, something rejuvenates the stem cell function. But what it is, they don't yet know. So, lots of research there trying to find out and develop a treatment. Another one of the hallmarks of aging that has a lot of people excited is cellular senescence. So, cells that once replicated vigorously now have kind of gone into a permanent non-dividing state where they're no longer doing what they were supposed to do. They don't die. They kind of just hang around. And as we accumulate more and more of these cells, they they 
secretes these molecules that are damaging, cause inflammation, and, and cause a problem in the neighborhood. And so, lots of work underway now to try to figure out, are these senescent cells, stem cell exhaustion, epigenetic changes? They're looking at all of this to try to find out more about why do we age and how can we age better, something I am fascinated with, following closely, and we'll continue to cover here on the Health Call Live Radio Hour. I began the program saying we're now entering our third year of the program. Excited. It's favorite thing I do all week is come here and spend time with you. So I really appreciate you being here and hope we'll see you again next Saturday morning at nine for the next edition of the Health Call Live Radio Hour on WoWo. And if you can't make it there, check us out online either on the Health Call Facebook page, the website, or on a podcast. Love being with you. We'll see you again next Saturday morning at nine o'clock. You've been listening to Health Call Live. Watch a recording of today's program on the Health Call Facebook page or on the web at www.healthcall.live. Drop us a line to recommend a guest or suggest a topic for a future broadcast. Join us next Saturday at 9 a.m. for another edition of Health Call Live on WoWo 1190 a.m. and 107.5 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.